Divorce rates in the U.S. are declining, except for people over 50. 20 years ago, it was one in 10. Today, it's one in four. On today's show, we'll talk about mistakes to avoid when divorcing after 50 and offer tips to help keep your retirement on track. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world, retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. In your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. He is a fiduciary and has got over 16 years of experience. A good Sunday morning to you, Nathan. How are you? Good morning. Feeling good. Yes, yeah, summer's <laughs> upon us. Things are things are looking up and restrictions are easing, so it's it's great. <laughs> It's feeling great, getting good weather, we're getting the moisture we need, getting some sunshine. It's it's uh, really nothing to complain about. That's right. That's right. Yes. You know, this segment, Teresa's, is interesting. And, and I think this illustrates the importance of having a good advisor at your side. Because one thing a good advisor should be doing is having conversations that are a little uncomfortable but necessary. Right. We, we, we tend to avoid uncomfortable conversations. And what happens because of that is a lot of people find themselves unprepared for certain circumstances. uh, And you just don't want to do that. You know, just like a a good personal trainer or a good doctor is going to get into some things that are uh, necessary. And they're going to, they're not going to avoid something that's necessary because it's uncomfortable, right? If you got to do it, you got to do it. And this is one of those topics. We talk about divorce. Um, it's, It's a tough one. Uh, it's 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 something that uh, we we have to talk about because it's so relevant. I mean, one in four, one in four couples over yeah. the age of fifty right. are uh, experiencing this in our country. Mm-hmm. This it, it's a real thing. Yes, definitely. And you said it's not easy to talk about. You don't want to, but it's one of the things you have to. So well, and we have to talk about uh, you know some mistakes to avoid, and and there are some. Uh, smart financial planning tips that you want to keep in your in your back pocket if if you're experiencing this. Um, and one of the most important, I think, is to make sure you have an inventory of assets. Mm-hmm. And w- what I find very common is there's there's usually one of the couple that has a, a little a little better handle on the finances. Um, sometimes not all the time, but sometimes it's, it's the, it's the man in the relationship. He's, he's, uh, uh, got a good idea of all the assets, the 401ks, the IRAs and, and, uh, what's going on with the money. And, uh, but again, that's not always the case. We, we, we see the, the wife in many cases, uh, has a better handle, but you both got to be on the same page. You need to know what's going on. Um, here's kind of an interesting story years ago. This, this might've been, oh shoot, maybe six or seven years ago, I was watching the news and I saw this interesting story where this, uh, this couple was going through a divorce. She had about $800,000 in a bank account that he didn't know about. <laughs> and he had called the bank to get some information about some other account. And the bank had mistakenly disclosed information about this other account. Oh boy. that uh, his wife had. <laughs> and he said, well, wait a second, what's going on with this? So so uh, that opened a little can of worms. And long story short, she ended up now because through the divorce, she had to split. Of course, she had to split half that, you know, that money with mm-hmm. her husband. Uh, but she turned around and sued the bank for disclosing information about that account. And she won. Oh, We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> she she, no. she won $800,000 wow. from the bank. Wow. So it actually turned out to be a great situation for, <laughs> for them. For her but, in the end, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think this is important. You got to right. make sure you have an accurate inventory. You know what the retirement plans look like uh, because that's uh, that information is going to be necessary in any kind of settlement or whatever, however you decide to 
settled the, the divorce. Uh, one big question is, well, what do I do with the house, right? Do I hold on to this house? Do I sell it? If you end up uh, with the family home, think long and hard about whether to keep it. it. It may be your refuge. It may not be the smartest thing, especially if you have children still at home. You, know, you want to try to do the best you can to to not uh, disrupt their lives any more than than uh, necessary, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but some houses can be uh, a money pit also. So there's a little bit of a balance here. This is, again, where a good financial advisor could step in and just make sure you understand the economics behind the decision. But uh, that can be a hard one. And and some people, you know, with conversations I've had, people are, are quick to sell just because their you know, obviously uh, emotions are sky high and and they just want to rid themselves of anything that reminds them of this relationship. And it's just a very hard thing. But you, you want to try to uh, settle down a little bit and, and introduce a maybe an uninterested third party into the conversation to help you get your bearings a little bit. And that, that's where a good financial advisor could step in. Absolutely. And it is an emotional decision. You know, I... I didn't go through a divorce, but I sold my family home last year for a myriad of reasons. And, you know, it's 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 hard, but also it needed a lot of repairs on it afterward, you know, and you're like, you weigh the pros and the cons. And that's kind of what you have to do. So, yeah. You and, and, you know, it, and the man, what a seller's market we're in right now oh. in Austin. So it, it can yeah. be very tempting to hurry up and sell. And some people, you know, don't really have much of a choice, maybe because of the single income that you're finding yourself on, you maybe you can't afford the mm-hmm. house. So, right. so you're kind of forced into the situation to sell. Uh, again, you got to get a good financial advisor at your side to make sure you're understanding, understanding the economics behind it, the uh, taxes, maybe the uh, maybe there's uh, unrealized gains that could come into the picture and you need to understand what your tax liability could be if you uh, sell it again. Now, there are exemptions. Uh, so you, you just got to be aware. Uh, not knowing what you owe could be uh, kind of a big deal in a divorce. You know, we promise to have and to hold, you know, that can bounce back and bite you. Right. Uh, you know, in nine states, nine states have uh, community property laws. There's Arizona, California, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Washington, Wisconsin. Uh, These are community property states. So you'll be held responsible for half of your spouse's debt, even if the debt isn't in your name. So you got to know what what's on those credit cards. You know, what kind of loan balances are there? Mm -hmm. That's going to be yours. Half of that's going to be yours. Right. Um, So you've got to you've got to plan for it. You need to know best practices for addressing it. You got to get a good, you know, in some cases, it's a good idea to get a good uh, attorney on your side and make sure you're, you're uh, coming up with a fair settlement. Uh, Again, I I mentioned taxes just a minute ago, ignoring tax consequences could be a massive mistake. Uh, if, If you're taking alimony or a lump sum payment, is it better to have the brokerage account or the retirement plan? keep the house or sell it? Who pays the mortgage until it sells? You know, all these are, are very important questions. And uh, you, you, you may be excited about getting some of these retirement plans, but you need to be careful about how you receive them. Because uh, if you if, say, for example, your, your soon to be ex has an IRA, and you are not yet 59 and a half. Well, that 59 and a half rule still applies even even though you're getting a divorce. So let's mm-hmm. say you're 50 years old, your spouse is 60 years old, so your your spouse is over that 59 and a half mark and they can withdraw from the retirement plans without an IRS penalty. But you can't. So if that IRA becomes yours, you split it and you try to pull that money out, you could be socked with a 10% IRS penalty unless, and here's the tip of the day when it comes to receiving (laughs) retirement accounts from your ex, uh, you need to have a qualified domestic relations order. Some people call this a quadro, Mm -hmm. Q-D-R-O. And what that does is that allows you to make a one-time withdrawal from your ex's 401k or 403b or IRA without paying the normal 10% penalty, even if you're under 59 and a half. 
So again, you, you, the, these are little planning tips. You got to know some of the nuances behind the IRS tax code when it comes to these retirement plans to know best how to navigate uh, through the situation. Uh, Teresa, we talk a lot about planning and how important it is to have a plan. Mm -hmm. um, it, this is critical. Part of the retirement plan, as uncomfortable as it might be, maybe just kind of having an idea of what you know, heaven forbid an exit would look like mm -hmm. kind of an exit plan. What if things went south? Uh, what kind of liabilities are going to be left on your lap? What kind of tax liabilities? Uh, what, what kind of challenges are you going to have to face? And is there anything we can do now to be better prepared for that? Not, not that we're uh, anticipating it or we're, you know, thinking that it's going to happen, but there may be some very simple things you can do inside of your retirement plan to, that will be m even most efficient and effective while you're together, but would also make things a little easier uh, if something were to happen and, and you had to split. Um, now, one thing I want to do, Teresa, now we, we have room for 10 callers today. Now, we do this every week. For the next 10 callers, we're going to make available a retirement planning session where we sit down together we're going to walk through all the details of your retirement. This is not just talking about your retirement accounts, but your retirement plans, your current retirement plan contributions, your current assets, your, potent, your, your current tax liabilities, your potential tax liabilities. We're going to look at um, the way rising taxes or rising inflation could affect your, your retirement plan. So there's really four vitals we're going to address, your income, your investments, your taxes, and your insurance. You're going to have a plan in each of those areas. Now, our planning process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, uh, but we'll do our best to help everybody. And, and, and again, for the next 10 callers, we have this available. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, or you can text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. This is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's just common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch. Folks, you just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Nathan, he's going to translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And that financial review, it's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, it's going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be for your financial future. And you've got nothing to lose. Call Nathan now and get on his calendar. Number is 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same phone number. And we've got more show on the way. What's coming up next, Nathan? The order in which you take money from your retirement savings is critical. It can save you money in taxes, allow your accounts to grow, and can help you get the most out of your nest egg. So details just ahead. Conversation continues on Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is a fiduciary. He's got more than 16 years of experience. He's also a retired income certified professional and chartered advisor for senior living and has spent time training other advisors. And you also, you've, you do about 70 seminars a year. That's just amazing. That Where do you get the energy? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, good question. Uh, one thing I love is educating. I, mm -hmm. I just have a passion for taking concepts that are crystal clear in my mind and helping other people kind of get that light bulb experience and and uh, understand the nuances of retirement planning. And like like you mentioned, I do this with financial advisors as, as well. So mm -hmm. we get together with a, a large room full of financial advisors and we walk through some of these concepts. And um, it's just it's very satisfying to me because then I know those advisors are going to go back home and just do a much better job with their clients. Uh, and I think that's what everybody should require if, of an advisor, that they're highly educated, that their education never stops. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I'm sure you've helped about the decumulation process. And that can get tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love I love that word, the decumulation. Some right. people ask me, what is what is the decumulation phase? Well, if, if you think uh, of your life as having two halves, financially speaking, right, the first mm -hmm. half is the accumulation phase. You're accumulating your nest egg. You're increasing your your 401ks and IRAs by making contributions, you're budgeting, investing, you're accumulating. And then at some point, you you kind of cross the threshold into the retirement phase where now you're you're starting to decumulate. So now the objective is very different. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not necessarily in growth mode. Now it's about how do I spend my money? And this can be a challenging paradigm shift for some people. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're in the habit for decades of accumulating, it's hard to kind of flip that switch and think, well, now I'm going to start spending my money. <laughs> right. It could be scary. To. Right. You're like, oh, my God, I got to spend money now. Ooh, you know, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. I got, you know, yeah, it's scary. Can be. Well, this is where the number one fear kicks in, right? Mm -hmm. the, the fear of running out of money. Mm hmm. And people, uh, if they don't have the right kind of income plan in place that's detailed enough and really spells out where the income is coming from, when they withdraw, how much they withdraw and all that, it can be scary because we don't want to run out, right? We right. don't want to run out of money. We want to have enough. We want to make sure our nest egg lasts long enough. And it's just unlikely to be very, uh, to last as long as you need it to if you don't have a plan in place. Uh, it's not going to happen by accident. No, no. And not starting with your investment income. I mean, that's, that's what you're doing. You have to do exactly, that. Exactly. So a common question I get is, well, which accounts should I start withdrawing from first, right? Is, is there, is there a most effective timeline for withdrawing and, and a, a most effective order from which I withdraw from my accounts. Because we've got different retirement accounts uh, that are, are taxed in different ways, right? You've got mm -hmm. your tax deferred accounts, you've got your taxable accounts, you've got your tax-free accounts. What do we do? So this is, this is a very important question that is most effectively answered with a good income plan. And this is part of our process at Vital Retirement Planners is we put together an income plan that includes your Social Security income, any pensions that you're eligible for. But then we're also going to run reports that are going to show us which order withdrawal is going to be most economically efficient for you, for your particular household. Now, there's just some tips I'll throw out there. If, if you think tax rates are going to be higher in the future and i'm on i'm a part of that school of thought mm -hmm. uh I, I get this I, I was just looking at this chart yesterday if you look at the maximum marginal tax rates in the last 100 years we are at the lowest tax rates the lowest marginal tax rates right now since 1915 oh wow 1915. Uh, in 1915, it was about 15% was the was the highest marginal tax rate. Uh, right now, it's about 37%. Now, when 401ks came out in 1980, now the, the legislation was passed in 1978, but they came out in 1980, the highest marginal tax rate in 1980 was 70%. So this whole idea of sheltering your income from taxes in 1980 mm -hmm was super attractive because mm -hmm. sure. tax tax rates were so high. Right. And you remember the the pitch with 401ks is, well, you tax defer your money. You're going to get the tax deduction on your contributions now. You're going to withdraw that money later after you retire when your income is lower and you're at lower tax rates. That's when you want to pay taxes on the 401k. Mm -hmm. Well, if, ta if your effective tax rates are higher when you start withdrawing the money, then you may not want to defer as long. So part of the strategy we look at is, well, if, if we think tax rates are going to be higher, maybe we should start withdrawing from your taxable accounts mm. first okay. while tax rates are at their lowest and then reserve your more tax efficient accounts or tax free accounts for later in retirement when tax rates are probably going to be the highest. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but again, the, the, the plan is going to be different for everybody because everybody has different accounts, different amounts, uh, different, it's a different makeup. It's almost like your physical body, right? If you're going to put together a fitness plan, sure. You've, you've got to have one that's tailored to your, your makeup, your, your, your body type and, and all of that, um, retirement, retirement plans from one household to the next can just be, can be just as different as one body to the next. Right. Oh, d- yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, so the last thing you want to do, if, if you really want to be most efficient with your fitness plan is, is take somebody else's, right? right. Take, take a fitness plan that was tailored to somebody else. And then you try to implement it and you may get some results, but uh, the best results are going to be when that plan is tailored to you specifically. Yeah. So when it comes, when it comes to the retirement plans, we got to keep taxes on the radar mm-hmm. and when it comes to determining uh, how much we withdraw. Now with the taxable accounts, so the, the ETFs and stocks and your, your brokerage accounts, mutual funds, one thing to keep in mind there is you're, you're going to be paying for the most part at a different tax rate. We could be getting into the capital gains tax rates. Oh, okay. And uh, so it's not taxes, ordinary income. Um, now, mutual funds can be an exception here because there are some mutual funds that have interest bearing uh, investments inside of the funds and you're going to be paying ordinary income on those. And that could be a little bit a little bit more complicated, but you should be getting tax documents at the end of the, end of the year that spells that out. And again, another reason to have a really good financial advisor at your side to help you make sense of all this. And there is a most efficient way to withdraw from your retirement accounts. Yeah, yeah. And 800-890-5008 is the number to get in touch with Nathan. Another thing, too, and I mean, this is a no-brainer. Now, this is, of course, like you said, it's individualized. Maybe you have to. But holding off on claiming your Social Security benefits as long as possible, that, that's the best piece of advice for that. If you can it, it it can be uh, again this is not a one size fits all right uh strategy you know for a lot of people we we do encourage them to uh delay as long as you can you get about an eight percent increase every year you delay your uh social security everyone should know there is absolutely no reason to delay beyond 70 mm-hmm. right uh there's there's no benefit you're just leaving money on the table so so don't claim after 70 uh but some people don't have the choice. Mm-hmm. You know, people have got to take it earlier. Or for some retirement plans we've put together, um, if you're getting a very generous, very attractive uh, income benefit on your IRAs, in some cases it may make sense to take your Social Security a little earlier and defer those benefits on your retirement accounts. And those benefits, of course, are going to be determined by the specific financial vehicle that you're using. But one thing you all have got to keep in mind is a lot of these um, these insurance companies and investment companies that are creating retirement vehicles, retirement accounts, are becoming they're, they're very very competitive, and they're competing with each other. And this is what you want because at the end of the day, you're getting great products uh, that can do incredible things. In some cases, if you're if you're utilizing some of these types of vehicles, it may make sense to defer your IRAs and take Social Security a little sooner to kind of buy that time. Um, now, again, no cookie cutter approach, no one size fits all. This question is also answered by an income plan. Mm-hmm. We sit down together. We look at your Social Security benefits for you. If you have a spouse, we look at theirs as well. And uh, we run a very, uh, a very uh, a very cool report that, that shows us your Social Security benefits and the most uh, effective ways and times to file where you're maximizing your benefits. And we'll also plug in the rest of your retirement so we can see the, the whole landscape, all the retirement accounts, and we can find an income strategy that's going to be most effective for claiming Social Security and withdrawing from your retirement accounts to where you get the most paid out to you to your household, and uh, it, it's you, it's going to last the longest, right? We want all this to last to the finish line. Uh, it looks like we have room for another eight callers, Teresa. Mm-hmm. So for the next eight callers, we have a 
one-on-one -on -one retirement meeting. We're going to sit down together and we're going to put together a plan to address your four vitals, your income plan, your investment plan, your tax plan, and your insurance plan. This is a written plan tailored to you for the next eight callers. 800-890-5008. That's 800-890-5008. Or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same phone number. Now, today, it's your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. And there's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what fees might be costing you, um, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone and call Nathan right now. He is an advisor you could trust. He's got more than 16 years of experience. He is a fiduciary, and that's important to note because they have your best interests in mind. They're not out there pushing a product or trying to get a commission. They care about you and your future. Call, call 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. The spots are filling up, folks. Get in right now. What's on the way next, Nathan? Well, the market continues to show volatility with no end in sight. On today's show, we've got some tips to help make sure market volatility doesn't disrupt your retirement savings. for spending some of your Sunday with us. You are tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opega. Nathan is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. He's also founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. Check out his website at retireaustin.com. And um, married kids, got a dog. You still have those 19 chickens? <laughs> throwing it out six there six kids yeah. six kids one giant dog and 19 chickens wow wow we're busy yes and i'll tell you we uh, we have a blast the kids it's an easter egg hunt every day <laughs> right you send them out sure it's it's actually really funny to watch they've got their little baskets they go out there and uh you know we have it designed so that they can actually access the eggs from the outside of the coop we have oh, this okay. this nesting box it's the coolest thing mm -hmm. uh but the the drawer is accessed by on the outside of the coop you don't have to handle any chickens or shoo them off their eggs they're right there but we've got some lazy chickens that are still uh <laughs> dropping eggs around the coop so they've got to climb in there and and uh hunt for them so it's an it's like easter they love it yeah, every and day. We, and we, we've got a, a, enough to share with neighbors, so we, uh, we we make a lot of friends that way. Yeah, you're very popular that way, and you, you don't have to go buy eggs, so it's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, we're a party of eight, and I remember my wife coming home from the grocery store saying, hey, they're, they're limiting me to one dozen eggs, and man, we can go through one dozen in a day. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I was not going to let that happen, so I got onto tractorsupply.com and ordered, it was 20 chickens. So 19 survives. Oh. We ordered 20. Okay. And uh, and then I, you know, my son and I spent, uh, you know, a few weeks building this this chicken coop. My wife calls it the chicken mansion. It's it's overkill. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than it needs to be. Uh, we figured, hey, if the chickens don't work out, we can Airbnb it or something. There you go. Right? A little right? bed and breakfast. I wish I had a rim uh, shot right now. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> Ex excellent, excellent. And that's, you know, that's wild. I mean, it, it, to talking about that, it's pretty, you know, and, and like you said, it's been quite the year with the pandemic and, and you know, with the markets. Oh. And it's just, you know, people are so concerned about this. And, and it, rightly so. Um, we're going to have some, it's, it's definitely yeah. shaking some people awake, yeah. right? It's, it's awakened some of us to some things and, yep. uh, you know, March of 2020 was a big month for a lot of people because the market dropped, uh, big oh, time. I think right? the average, the average drop in a 401k in March was 31%. Wow. That was the average drop. So some people lost more than that in March, some mm -hmm. less. So if you had a million dollar 401k in the beginning of March, you had seven hundred thousand dollars at the end of March. Jeez, wow. Jeez, yeah. I mean, you talk about a wake-up call. Yeah. Uh, so this got has gotten a lot of people thinking about, hey, am I taking too much risk? Mm -hmm. And uh, I tell you, an easy way to answer that question is if you freaked out in March of 2020, you're probably at too much. You're probably too exposed. You're taking too much risk in your retirement account. Mm -hmm. Now's the time to be playing it safe or safer, at least make sure you know what kind of volatility 
you should expect from your portfolio. Mm -hmm. And here's the key. Here's another tip of the day when it comes to investing. You want to make these changes when things are going well. You don't want to hurry into making these types of changes when things are on fire, you're losing money and and you're scared. Right. Exactly. You don't want to panic when you're making investment decisions. You're going to make some of the worst decisions you've ever made if you're panicking. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, going back to the chickens when we when we 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 built the coop and then i realized you know what uh i did some research we're not going to have any eggs for four and a half months oh so Uh so so you know by the time the the chickens started producing Mm -hmm. grocery stores were open there was no rationing of eggs everything's fine now i'm wondering what the heck are we doing with all these chickens and now it's more work than than benefit and then we had the 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 big uh, snow apocalypse. We oh, had the big freeze, right? And it happened again. Everything was locked down. <laughs> Stores were locked down. Couldn't drive anywhere. And guess who was getting a dozen of eggs a day? We, <laughs> the Fork <laughs> so, family, yes, exactly. Yes. We were we had more than enough to share with neighbors. So so the lesson there, it's a, I think it's a great object mm-hmm. lesson. You want to start building your coop and getting your chickens. You want to start playing it safe when things are going well, right? Uh, it's when things don't go well that all of that preparation becomes extremely valuable. Right, right. So now's the time to be defensive. So if you're if you're in your 60s, having 90% of your IRA in stocks probably is not the best idea. Um, so here's what we like to do. Mm-hmm. We match you to your portfolio. So here's here's what this means. So everybody has a particular tolerance for risk. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a uh, uh, if I were to take you into an amusement park, you have all these crazy rides. Oh, There's sure. some rides you're okay with getting on. You're going to have fun. They're not going to be boring. They're going to be exciting. You're not going to get sick, right? There's that category of rides. Right. But then there's other rides you can get on that are going to make you sick to your stomach for a couple hours. <laughs> and you should probably avoid those, right? You're going to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Now, and the market is like a roller coaster in the dark. Mm. We don't know where it's heading. And some people don't know how volatile, how crazy their particular roller coaster can get. Because we've had basically 13 years of a bull market. I mean, we took a big dip back in March of 2020, Mm -hmm. like I talked about. But uh, other than that, for the last 13 years, the market has been clicking up, up, like been on that roller coaster. And we're just we're just climbing, climbing, climbing. And some folks don't know how volatile their particular portfolio can be. Uh, And so what we like to do is. We'll do a, a what we call a risk assessment where we ask. There's this great software that we use. It's it's incredible, and it, it helps identify your tolerance for risk. It asks it asks you a series of questions. There's no right or wrong answer, but the way you answer those questions at the end of the assessment is going to give us a number, and that number is going to determine on a scale of one to ninety nine what your tolerance for risk is. So that, that's step one. Step two is to do the same test on your portfolio. So we take a look at your portfolio, all the things you own in there, the stocks, the ETFs, the bonds, whatever, the mutual funds. And then we can run uh, uh, simulations on that portfolio. And we can ask the system to tell us, hey, how would this portfolio respond if we were to go through another 2008 recession? Or how would this portfolio respond if interest rates were to hike? Okay. Uh, or how, how would this portfolio respond? We could go through a number of different scenarios and get an idea for how volatile that roller coaster is, how volatile your portfolio is. And, 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 then, we, and then that system will give us, that report will give us a number associated with the level of risk for the portfolio. So, for example, if we do your assessment and you turn out to be a, uh, a 55 out of 99, and then we do that te- the same assessment on your portfolio, and it turns out your portfolio is a seventy-five out of ninety-nine. Well, there's a there's 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 not a match there, right? Mm-hmm. You're at fifty-five. Your portfolio is at seventy-five. That means you're invested outside of your comfort zone, so you're much more likely to freak out 
when things get volatile. Okay. You're, yeah. you're on the wrong roller coaster. Right. <laughs> want to have fun in retirement, right? You don't want right. to be sick to your stomach right. every day. Uh, and, and, and the sad thing is people are going to find out, you know, when the market really starts taking a turn and we, and, you know, statistically speaking, we're eight years overdue for a recession. It's going to happen. Yeah. Right. It's coming at some point. Not, it's not when it's, or not if it's when that's the, the exactly. question, the question. It, it, it's going to happen. And uh, do you know what, how your portfolio will fare? Now, if, if you're 60 years old, you should probably have closer to about 60%, maybe, maybe I'd say between 40 and 60%, maybe in stocks. Okay. The other portion should be in uh, very stable investments. And there's a whole category of stable investments. These are not going to fluctuate very much. There are some types of investments in that stable category that won't lose value at all mm -hmm. if the market were to drop. Um, so you, you've got to know that those types of products are available. Now, you, you talk about the importance of working with a fiduciary. Right. I think that's critical. You've got to be working with someone who has your best interests in mind and that we are a fiduciary. Mm -hmm. uh, but just as important as that is to be working with an advisor who's independent. Mm. So you, you have to be a fiduciary and be independent. Now, what that means is the advisor now, we can represent you and help you get access to the whole universe of investments and financial products with, with almost no limitations. Whereas if you work with an advisor who is an employee of a big bank or a brokerage, they may be a fiduciary, but they may be very limited in terms of what they can offer you. They may have a very strict, limited menu of sure. products. Right. Because they're following what that company has set out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and the way I see that is at the end of the day, they represent their employer mm -hmm. when we represent our clients. It, there, there is a big difference. So. Uh, you have to have an independent fiduciary at your side to be sure that you're getting the very best you can get. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it looks like, Teresa, it looks like we have room for another six callers. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do for our listeners today, I want to make myself available to you for a one-on-one -on -one retirement planning session. We're going to address your four vitals, your income plan, your investment plan. Are you on the right roller coaster? Are you on the wrong roller coaster? Right? We don't want to get sick in retirement. Uh, and then we're going to put together a tax plan to address rising tax rates and insurance. This is health insurance, long-term care insurance. You're going to have a written plan that's tailored to you. Our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, but we're going to do our very best to help everybody. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. And, uh, you know, if something we're talking about today just resonates with you, whether it's tax planning, Social Security, health care, long-term care planning, or just that overall big picture, maybe you want a second opinion, uh, give Nathan a call. Again, he's, a, he's an advisor you can trust, an independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience, and he trains other advisors. He's got the knowledge and the know-how, and he cares about you and your long-term goals. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, it's 800-890-5008, 800 or text Nathan to the same number. We've got one more segment left. Nathan, what's coming up? Well, this is where the rubber hits the road. We've got questions from listeners when we come back. And welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. And we've got listener questions coming up. I was going to mention, we were talking earlier about not getting sick in retirement. I was going to say, just don't put me on a tilt whirl. <laughs> I can't handle them when <laughs> I was a kid. That's where you draw the line? That's where I draw the line. When I was a kid, I loved it. And then, like, back in my 20s, I went on them, and I'm like, my head's spinning. I said, oh, my God, no, I can't, just can't do it anymore. I think something changes with your equilibrium. So I'm like, 
Something's physiological. I mean, there's got to be some kind of physiological something. change. Yeah, yeah. Something. With a t- I, I, I'm the same way. <laughs> I loved it as a kid, but I can't do it anymore. I guess maybe I'm going to be stuck on the merry-go-round maybe for now. <laughs> but then you don't want to go spinning on that too fast either. I, I was. I was just going to say I, I could barely do the merry-go-round. I, yeah. I, I've, I've got to use that uh, that dance move. I don't know what it's called, where you you, you kind of keep your eyes on one thing and and right. when you rotate all around, you kind of switch so you're not you're not just kind of glazed over exactly and, and seeing that blur and getting sick <laughs> isn't it amazing you can look at a ride and know you'd get sick on it. oh yeah. you don't even have to get on it it's right <laughs> that's right it's like roller coaster probably not but even a little tilt the world no i can't do that you know anymore. you know it's funny because i think this is such a great metaphor mm-hmm. i can i can look at an investment portfolio mm-hmm. and if I know enough about you, I can tell you just by looking at your portfolio if you're going to get sick or not. You know, <laughs> if, if this is going to be a really rough ride yeah. when things uh, really get interesting, uh, I, I've just had enough experience where I could I could just tell. Sure. A, you know, you got to be careful. You're on one of the scariest rides in the park. Mm. You okay with that? You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And 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 as, like you said, as you get older, your body. <laughs> changes and you be become less tolerant of some of these crazy rides at the park right it's the same with investments yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of people kind of lose their tolerance for risk exactly as they get older and, and rightly so because you're you're running out of time to recover mm-hmm. right yeah you know if you get injured <laughs> and, and it's, it's the same with uh, with fitness right you, you get an injury the older you are when you get injured the longer you're going to need the more time you're going to need to recover from that Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and that can be the case in, in, in retirement. We, we just don't have the time right. to recover. So you got to be, you know, make sure you're, make sure you're on the right rides. Exactly. All right. First up is Phyllis in Austin. She says, I'm 62 and I've been receiving widow's benefits for two years. I'm able to receive pensions from two previous employers when I reach 65. Will these pensions be considered income regarding the social security earnings test? They will not. Mm. So when, so, when Social Security uh, and what she's asking about for, for everybody else is if you're collecting a Social Security benefit, whether it's uh, based on your work record or somebody else's, and you are not yet full retirement age, that's FRA, full retirement age, then there is an earnings test. There's a limit to how much you can earn. But this, uh, again, emphasis on earnings test. This mm. is earned income. Okay. Uh, so if your earned income is bel- is above a certain level, social security is going to start withholding some of that social security benefit. But if you're receiving a pension, a pension is not considered earned income. So Phyllis, there's there's not going to be uh, any impact as far as your social security benefits go if you receive these pensions. But one thing I would look into if I were you, and I, I'm happy to help you do this, do those pensions from previous employers offer any benefit for delaying those payments? Oh. Uh, and this might work well into Phyllis's retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is what we address in our income planning process is what benefits are there for delaying pay- payments? And uh, so, so what value is there to the retirement plan and to you for, for deferring? Uh, it, with some employer plans, there is none. So that makes the answer very easy. We'll just collect as soon as you can. But um, if we've, we're thinking long-term for Phyllis and uh, we, we've got to know what these pensions are going to offer and we have to know something about the rest of the retirement picture. What, what do the IRAs look like? 401ks, are there some Roth accounts? We talked in, the, in uh, an earlier segment about uh, the taxable nature, the, the tax status of different types of retirement accounts may determine which ones you withdraw first. Mm-hmm. And But you don't want to make those decisions in a vacuum. You need to make those decisions with the perspective of the rest of the sources of income, the social securities and, and pensions. So, so Phyllis, easy, short answer to your question is no, those pensions are not going to count against your social security. It's not earned income. But uh, I do recommend some additional planning 
to make sure you're you're not making any decisions you may regret because a lot of these pensions uh, when you elect those it's it's irrevocable you can't go back and redo anything yeah so you want to make sure you get it right the first time and and calling you right. at 800-890-5008 would be a good plan of action for that for Phyllis and for anybody else out there um, next up is Paul in Cedar Park I'm currently 60 years old single and receiving a pension I plan to remarry in a year will my new wife receive my pension in the event of my death now this uh this one if if i were sitting down with paul we would we would call his pension plan mm -hmm. and uh, ask a few questions but most pension plans like i just mentioned are irrevocable so when you elect those they uh, mostly do not allow you to add any additional joint survivors to that pension plan now what that means is Retirement income is going to become a higher priority for other retirement assets. Uh, I had a conversation, uh, I had a meeting with a, uh, a client of mine, he's a re retired colonel and is receiving a healthy pension, but uh, that pension stops completely when he passes away and his, his wife doesn't get anything mm. from the pension. And she's a bit old, uh, a bit younger than he is. So okay. if I had to make a bet, yeah, for you know who is going to last the longest. Even if they were the same age, I would bet on her. That's just statistically how things work out. Right. But um, now he was not married. It kind of a similar situation here. Huh. He was not married when he retired, so he didn't have a reason to choose a joint survivor benefit. Uh, but now he's married, and the concern is, well, of course, her financial well-being in the case that that uh, he predeceases her. Now, the pension's going to stop, but we were able to put together a great income plan with the IRAs that he had accumulated to where it passes away. There's going to be enough guaranteed income from his IRAs to replace his pension. So, and, and you can do this and, mm -hmm. and you really need to learn about, you need to be very educated about different types of annuity programs that are available. You can get great guaranteed income benefits. It's just like a pension. That income is going to last as long as you're alive and you can be very accurate with how much you can uh, uh, predict from a certain lump sum. If you put a certain amount of money in an annuity, you can do some great planning and determine how much income is going to come from that. If you were to start taking withdrawals one year from now or five years from now or 15 years from now. So you can do some great income planning there. So what I would recommend to Paul is that we, we look at the rest of his retirement plan and make sure we're putting together an income plan that's going to take care of his wife if he predeceases her, because it's very likely that pension is going to stop and he's not going to have the option of, uh, he doesn't have the option of going back and adding a joint survivor. Good advice. Next up is Michael in Austin. I am 63 years old and own my own company. I have 300000 balance in my SEP IRA and I'd like to retire in two years. What steps should I be taking now to make sure I'm getting the most out of it and not get kicked in taxes? Oh, taxes. <laughs> well, uh, Michael, really what I would strongly encourage you to do is, and we can help you do this, uh, is take a look at your options for conversions. Uh, that's converting a taxable IRA to a tax-free Roth IRA. Uh, some people don't know you can do this. You can you can take taxable money and move it over to the tax-free side, but uh, it is taxable when you do that. But what you're doing is you're paying the IRS now instead of paying the IRS later. And we like that idea because we believe tax rates are going to be higher later. And we just talked about where we are you know, with current tax rates, where uh, tax rates have never been this low since 1915. <laughs> Uh, so now's the time to buy out your the IRS. Uh, they're a shareholder of that SEP IRA, and they have the discretion of changing their share ownership of your IRA at any time. And chances are very good they're going to dial that up in the future. Now, I don't. That doesn't mean Michael should run for the hills and convert that whole SEP IRA mm -hmm. now in one year, necessarily. But uh, what it does mean is Michael should you should really look into uh, a plan of action for solving that tax liability that you have in that in that account. And so we have a report that we run that will suggest the most tax efficient way 
to pay the taxes on that IRA and get it converted? Um, over how many years and what portion do we withdraw each year? Now, this is tailored to your tax rates. So uh, again, we're looking for the most efficient way to uh, get the IRS, get their hands off of your SEP IRA. And it looks like, Teresa, we've got room. Uh, beginning, of, beginning of the media, uh, th this uh, show, we had room for 10 callers. We right. have room for two. We have two more spots. Yes, just so two. Two spots. So for the next two callers, uh, you're going to have the opportunity of sitting down with me. We're going to put together a retirement plan, a, a written plan tailored to you. It's going to address the four vitals, your income, investments, your taxes, and your insurance. You're going to have a plan in each of those four areas that's tailored to you. Now, our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved. But again, Teresa, we're going to do our very best to help everybody. Yep. And again, that number, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Again, there's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. Let him put together an individualized, customizable retirement plan for you. He's going to take a look at what you've got right now and plan for your future. Not, he's not going to take any unnecessary risks. He's going to look at everything, put everything into place, and you're going to float out of his office. It's taking, taking that. <laughs> it happens. It happens, yeah. I mean, you've, you've got to document it. <laughs> People just float. You want to take the stress out of planning for your future. Call him right now. Again, I hear the phone ringing, so maybe one spot left. We'll, we'll see you in a little bit. Call 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. This hour flew by. I had a lot of fun. I'm looking so forward much to fun. next weekend. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, Teresa. It's mm -hmm. always fun getting together with you. And, and I really hope that we said something today that's going to be really helpful to somebody out there. And I look forward to meeting with all these people that have called in. Absolutely. And we'll see you right back here next weekend for another edition of Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.